You are now listening to The Cigar Room with co-host Sheldon Williams and Artis Clanton. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Cigar Room. We're at episode 17. 17. What's going on, Artis? Nothing much. What's up, brother? Not What's much. On, man? Not much. We over here and uh, the weather getting better. Better. You know, uh, it was in the 40s. Now it's like, you no. Know, Low 60s. So for February, it's pretty good. It's all right. I mean, I, I came in there today. I said, I can't wait to warm up, warm up, you know, the real Atlanta heat. But uh, I, I'm not going to complain. It's, it's been in the 60s. That's that's pretty good for me. Um, I'm still having to wear a sweater. You still got a hoodie on. So it ain't perfect, <laughs> but it's, it's getting better, man. It, it, it is. It Brighter is. days are ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is getting better. But hey, it is what it is right now. But uh, I, I, I can't complain. 61 degrees today for February. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't complain about that, you know? Yeah. Uh, before we go on, let's go ahead and get a shout-out to our sponsors, Bet Online. All right? Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all best player props experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices head to bet online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online the game starts here all right the game starts here Online, I, I won me about 30 bucks last week on the dunk contest, yeah. Well, last weekend, this weekend, past weekend, rather, this past weekend, okay, okay. Got a little, little wager, you know, you know, I, I didn't spend it all in one place either. Oh, you I, I spread that 30 out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's the way you do it, that's the way you do it, <laughs> yeah, man. Bet online, man. Shout out to them, all right. So, we got cigar talk, cigar talk. What, uh, what you smoking on over there? Sheldon, man, I'm taking it all the way to Honduras for this one, man. I'm smoking Honduras. on the, yeah, okay. man, yeah. I'm smoking on the Alec Bradley. Um, you can get these things around nine, nine, ten bucks. Um, this particular one is about thirteen bucks. Um, but this is an all central, um, American blend of tobacco. The smokes are finished with pressed orally wrappers grown in the Trojes region of southern Honduras. The robusto hits the palate with a flavorful interplay of cocoa powder and vanilla, balanced by cedar and hints of dry fruit making for a tasty smoking experience. So I'm going to try this one out, man. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty nice wrapping on that thing. And I'm going to spark that up. What you got over there? So for me, uh, I went into the cigar shop. But, uh, you know what? Let me just go ahead and just pick something that kind of draws my eye. And what kind of drew my eye was this Southern Draw. It's called Soli Dio Gloria. But the actual name of the Southern Draw is a Rose of Sharon. So Rose and Sharon's kind of pink and everything. Sure I don't know if you can see it, whatever. Oh, yeah. On right now, but yeah. Pretty packaging. Open smoke's good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it kind of drew my eye a little bit because, like, you know, the color and things like that. But it's uh, Nicaraguan, and it has a, a Connecticut, Ecuador wrapper, and a Nicaraguan and Dominican uh, kind of uh, fillers. So mm. it's supposed to have graham cracker, caramel, toasted oh, nuts, pepper, and a little bit of spice up in this thing. So it's handmade. I'm hungry, huh? Hey, it's handmade and everything. So, like I said, it looked pretty. So, we're going to see how 
how, how it smokes and everything. So, um, yeah, we're going to yep. see. We're going to see. All yeah, right. Spark that thing up, man. Spark it up, huh? All right. Spark it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Spark so, while up. I'm going ahead and uh, spark this thing up, we're going to go ahead and do. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, man, gonna spark that up. But uh, it's been some interesting things going on in the, in the yo, that's crazy world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what you are uh, gonna lead us off with, but uh, it's been some uh, been some weird things, some weird things out there. I think a lot of people are losing their mind, to be honest with you. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about it. So, all right. So the first one I saw. A Memphis woman was speaking ch- of people losing their minds. Yeah, yeah. A Memphis woman was charged with child neglect mm. and abuse after posting photos of her young daughter performing a Brazilian wax oh, service Lord. job. All right. And then she posted on IG saying that when I say I'm passing down my deeds and LLCs to my creations, I mean that Miss Chloe did her thing today. She literally helped me wax 24 clients. Mm. Starting from 7.25 to 5 p.m., she made a total of $744. I'm going to put the money towards whatever her future dreams and aspirations are. She was later charged on February 16th, um, Jasmine Moss, Asia 30, with child neglect. The warrant was served, and Moss is now in, currently in jail. A bond has not been set at this time. What do you think about her posting her kid? <laughs> Her kid, Not giving funny. other women, um, Brazilian, if you don't know what Brazilian wax are, right, you know mm-hmm. what, what it is, but you know, they over here showing their thing to a young girl, actually, right. over here putting the wax on and putting a little tape on it to peel it off and get all the hair off it, things like that, right. And the girl had to be what she was a very young child, six, seven, she was a very young child, yeah. Um, what, what do you think about that? Um, so many thoughts run through my mind. My first thought is they charged her with child neglect, but it seems like child abuse, right? Yeah, I mean she was like, there, so it's not neglect. So she was she there was there, her. but it seems like more like child abuse, like I said. But this is another thing where, and this is the picture of the woman. I don't know if we want to show that or not, but if y'all, you know, it's news. If y'all are aware of the news, you've seen this this woman. But this is a this seems to be like clout chasing. At its finest, that speaks to the times that we're in, kind of sort of thing. Like people want to be upfront with like doing new things financially, like putting my kids on and um, growing my generation of wealth through my children. This and the third, which is all fine, and everybody should be doing it. This is just that gone wrong. Um, anytime you put your young child in a compromising situation with these adults, if you there or not, like your child don't need to see that. At that young age, at like, that young age, yeah. I mean, yeah. not even. I'm listen. This lady was full of the wrong. She obviously charged and arrested and brought in as she should be. And it's just, it's just cloud chasing. It's just society going wrong. Like this is just speaks to the time that we live in. People doing anything for clicks, likes, and you know notoriety. Man, what do you think? So I, I agree with everything you said. But then on the flip side, you have other countries that have kids that young doing this. I think that's wrong. And the thing is, like, you no, know, whether they're in sweatshops or whether they're doing whatever, they're they doing things this young at that age. So they don't make it right. We in America saying no, no, no. But yet other countries are doing this for kids. Yeah, still wrong. And they say, oh, yeah, well, it's in the family. We over here breeding the family. 
and taking over the business, whatever. So is it a right or wrong thing depending on where you are in the, in the world? Is it a right or wrong thing depending on where you are in the world? Yeah. I think that wherever you are, I think things can be right and things can be wrong. Now, being accepted is one thing, but it still can be wrong. Like, you can drive your car 110 miles an hour in a 70-mile-per-hour zone, but is it right? Are, there not <laughs> are you cars? supposed to do it? Are there any cars on the road? Oh, <laughs> I my, mean, if my, it is a free lane, I'm, I, might, I might be a little bit uh, left foot. You know what I'm saying? If it's a free lane over there, nobody in front of me, I might have a little bit of a left foot. Or you can go back to the classic one uh, when you would follow behind your friends when you were growing up and your parents say, if they jumped off a bridge, you're going to jump off a bridge, too? He might, he might say some smart, <laughs> but I, listen, whether it's accepted in other places or not, if it's a if it's a thing against your morality or it goes against your morals or go against what you believe in, then you're then you're wrong. And I think that this lady obviously felt that she was doing something right and she had the right idea. Look, pass now business mindsets to General, your children, generational wealth to your uh, pass that, I, that that mindset down and give your. Um, kids an opportunity to set themselves financially up good for themselves, but not in this way. Don't 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 do nothing that's going to sexually compromise. Them. What like, other seven year old making seven hundred forty four dollars in one day? Yeah, but come on, be serious. Doing that? <laughs> no. I'm, What's I'm wrong? Doing, what happened yeah, to the yeah. days of the lemonade stand? What happened to they don't bring their money out there and shovel snow? What happened to all right? You talk, you talking about lemonade <laughs> well, I got stand? A, now I got my seven year old. No, no, no. You talking about lemonade stand? Waxing vagina. How many times have you actually stopped at a lemonade stand? I'm gonna be honest with you, Gordon. I never seen it. <laughs> exactly. I don't but think I've ever. I'm seen saying, it, but I, I never stopped. That, that one. shit's a myth. I never, I never stopped that one. That's the thing. I, I never, never I never it. stopped that one. I've seen maybe two in my lifetime, and I've never stopped that one. Yeah, but how many times you were in school when kids were selling candy, chips, and all that? They have. Yeah, I mean, we had twenty five dollars. I mean, sorry, twenty five cent uh, suckers. We were selling yeah. those things. Uh, we were selling uh, little things for fundraisers. Yeah, and and then uh, I don't want to go dark on this this conversation, but. You know, in other countries, uh, the age of consent is whatever that age is. That's not in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because that's what their age is, does it make it acceptable? It's still wrong. I mean, just like drinking age. Exactly. And I know this is total drink. different thing. Yeah. Drinking ages are, are yeah. another thing. Some, some places you can drink 17. Doesn't make it right. But this is a sad situation to me. I wouldn't put my children. I mean, come on now. For me, I mean, if you can put your your life online for the country, you should be able to drink at 18. If I if I can lay my life down online for the country and they, all the things I'm experiencing while I'm doing this, I should be able to at least get a taste. I think if you are in the military, you're 18, you should be able to have a drink. If you're not in the military at 18, you should never. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like military people, yeah. whatever, all I the things they that they be. go through. Yeah. I think they should trying be. to forget some of these things. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I agree. I agree. Hey, more power to you. More power to you. Yeah, but what do you? You never said if it was right or wrong or not. You yeah, I mean, I, I don't agree with it. I'm saying I just you don't uh, agree with it, but you don't think it's wrong. I don't. I don't agree with it. Um, uh, but I'm saying I see a lot of people on other countries that have this going on. So why is it so acceptable in other countries, but yet when we come to America, it's not acceptable? The I, fact the fact that she was trying to get her daughter to work. And being in on the family business, I applaud that. But I applaud that. But it's what you're doing. But what she's doing for that age, yeah, that's crazy. That is a little bit excessive. And I'm like, yo, 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 chill. Maybe she can help out with like sitting the room up or you know, 
getting a, done, getting uh, the guests, cashed them out. I'm saying getting getting the guests from the, the the lobby to the room, whatever. Teach her how to write an invoice. You know, something like that. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Why you got her doing the actual wax? Trainer, and nothing wrong with trainer, but wait till she freaking of age and at least gone through that part of life that all yeah. young women go through at that time. Then maybe she can. Like, she, when she's old enough to wax herself, a little kid, bro. When she's old enough to wax herself. Then that's when she's able to go ahead and do what she needs to do. There you go. Leave it at that. All right. The second one is um, a few weeks ago, SES show was going on in um, Vegas. So I went to the SES show back in... SES or CES? I'm sorry. CES. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. CES. CES. Um. Uh. CES show. I went to one back in I want to say 2010, maybe, and it was very interesting because it was a lot of things that I saw concept cars. I saw things that was coming out that year. Um, I saw the gadgets and the games and video games and it was it was very cool to actually be a part of that thing. And this year I saw some of it, and what it was kind of intriguing to me was you know outside of the concept cars because. They never gonna come out, which I don't know why they still have a console car theme. But the future gadgets, like the wireless transparent 4K TV, yeah. I thought that was pretty dope. Where it's wireless, you can put it on your freaking wall with nothing else, and you can see it as a transparent, where you can see the wall, whatever it is, or you can put it above over a picture, and it'd be a picture when you turn the TV off. When you turn the TV on, all of a sudden it's the TV. Yeah, no wires, anything like that. And I'm not sure how the battery works with that, but I thought that was pretty dope to have where all of a sudden now the TVs we have plugged in is on a mount, on the swivel, things like that. All yeah. of a sudden I'm seeing that might be like an obsolete thing. Yeah. It's definitely going to be obsolete. Um, and another one I've seen, they had the, I think you, did you mention the foldable TV? No, that was my next one. Where yeah. they have it to where the TV literally folds. So it's a portable TV that has a projector <laughs> with it. So it can... Be folded up, crunched up, I don't know, whatever, stuffed into your bag, but it has an actual projector with it. So you can move it from room to room and it's wireless. Yeah. So you can move from room to room and you're in a hotel, from the house to the hotel, whatever. Yeah. That's pretty dope in itself. Yeah. So um, just to piggyback off that, they, they have a lot of other things as well. They have the TVs, yeah. they have. Um, and it's for the advancement of consumer goods too. Yeah. So like yeah. whatever your household items are, they're trying to advance that. But to go back to the television conversation, a lot of the plug-in TVs, a lot of the our traditional TVs that we have now, mm -hmm. they will be obsolete. Um, something that I'm, you know, I love and we've tried out before we started was the Apple Vision Pro. And I know it sounds like a broken record, but I think that's what's going to actually make TVs obsolete. Like having the wherewithal to put the screen in the goggle in your eyesight in your direct line of eyesight yep. and to make the screen um as big as you want it but for those who of us who like the traditional way they do have these modern things to where like you said you can fold it away you can put a I think they had a projector that folded away that was like over 90 inches or something crazy um another one that i like was they had the shoes that had the blade um the road, the wheels on them, on the shoes that you put up, <laughs> they look like roller skates. Yeah, it look like Heelys. They look like Heelys, yeah. but they they uh they propelled your walk, so you could walk at a normal speed, and it made you move at like I want to say like maybe five to ten miles per hour. Mm. Um, mm. 
So you're doing your walk, your normal walking speed, but you're moving faster than, you know, everyone else that's moving at a normal speed. Um, I mentioned the CES to you. You said you had been one and I was ecstatic. I, I eventually want to go to one of these one day. I'm a big fan of uh, new technology and consumer electronics and that whole industry. Um, yeah, man, they, they had the car too. the car had the four wheels. Um, obviously, cars have four wheels, but they had the four, all four wheels so were for, able to forget the. Uh, well, I don't know how the actual crab walk works, mm. but this is like different from the crab. But walk, the fact that that all four wheels were going sideways, right, and yeah. you can actually roll out right. sideways. I'm not sure how the crab walk works, but the fact that you see that, I'm like, man, people who can't parallel park, that's gonna make parking easier for everybody, a lot easier, right? And then you you roll in sideways, and then all of a sudden. Square up your your, your uh, wheels and get out the car. Yeah, man. So shout out to the CES. Um, like I said, like you said, rather they have it every year in um, Las Vegas in the month of January. So if you missed it, you're gonna have to wait a whole another year down there <laughs> to catch it. Uh, to catch the next one. But I think you gotta get invited to that, right? Is that like yeah, yeah, something you gotta get invited to? Um, I actually did it through my agent at the time because I was still yeah. playing. Yeah. So I was able to go to that with uh, with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that you know I was able to test drive the the new i8 at the time, you know. Oh, that's what they had the i8 out. Before it even the came I8 out. Today, yeah, right? before it even came out, the BMW i8. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, uh, I saw the, the Fisker um, the first, the for the first time before um, before it they, had, they had issues with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually like the Karma Fisker design. I actually like that design over the Tesla it's small. Design. small. I hadn't seen one of was close. I've only seen the, the I, bodies. I, I seen one last time I was in LA. It's, it's small. small. It's small. But you don't have new ones. Yeah, that's what I saw. And the older ones might have been no, a little big, no, like, no. The, like the Model 3. The last time I was in L.A., that's when I saw. Oh. And they had um, solar panels on the top of the car. And I'm talking yeah. to him, and he's like, yeah, the solar panels on the top of the car, but they only give you a good five to ten miles extra. I'm like, what? Like, why? You, yeah, why do you even have the solar panels? And like, it's the first generation. Mm. So you have the battery of the car. And then the solar panels. Did they change the design a lot? I, I haven't seen any new ones. I'm only remembering the older ones. Well, honestly, I it, love that body style. It remind me of like a, a box Nissan car. Look it up. Like a box Nissan car. That's what remind me of. I'm not sure the name of the Nissan, but it's like a box Nissan type car. And I'm like, eh, it ain't pretty looking to me, whatever. And it's small. What? I mean, I think it's a Fisker car. Fisker Karma. For me, uh, oh, I, I have to actually uh, be able to fit in it for me to look that at thing it. look better than a Tesla, though. Look yeah, at that shit. Look at that thing. Well, that's the, the one I seen. Well, one, ain't the one I seen. I ain't gonna lie to you. Ain't the one I seen. Oh my! But look, God. A, a Model S Tesla. The car, the car yeah. Tesla. The thing about these cars, I don't know if y'all heard a long time ago when they first was rolling it out. A whole, they were like catching on fire and blowing up blowing up so yeah. um they had one famous incident where the whole dealership caught on fire yeah <laughs> like everybody's wow. like yeah we're gonna go on these teslas and uh, yeah yeah stay alive and they were um, talking about oh we're gonna battle battle the teslas whatever right they were they were they were yeah. comp- and they pro- if i don't know how they drove like you said but they looked better than the tesla they did at least they had the design down pat now i don't mm. know obviously they didn't have the battery down pat because it exploded <laughs> no, and came out of the pack but <laughs> But yeah, they they definitely look good. I mean, if you know me, I I'm a. Look good. I'm, I be a hey, if you know me, I'm a Tesla person. So, hey, oh, yeah. I love the Tesla. Even though I'm mad about the new reports of the truck, how are you gonna be bulletproof? Rusted. Oh, I thought, sorry, how, right. how you gonna be bulletproof? But you're not water gun proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard they were rusted. Yeah, yeah. How, how are you gonna be bulletproof and not water gun proof? 
can't make nobody happy. This thing literally can save you from flying bullets. But you mad about the well, 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 first of all, it, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not living where I need to be detected like that, first of all. Well, you <laughs> live in America. Shit. And, and second of all, I'm like, yo, if you can make your car bulletproof, it should not rust. Come on now. It should not rust. What? What normal car you get, but any car you're gonna get bulletproof, you're gonna be playing a whole bunch of money. To Presidential have cars are bulletproof. The president's car, yeah. What car? Nobody has access to the president's car. The I'm saying it's the only car I can think of that's like bulletproof. That's what I'm saying. They giving you a freaking consumer car that's bulletproof. If you, you can get to nowhere else, if you remember correctly, when they let you go get it done. If you remember correctly, when they first showed it to the world, yeah, my man said it was bulletproof and then got a hammer or whatever it was. And slammed it against the window it was, and it uh, shattered. Shatterproof. And it shattered. Yeah, I seen it. And um, so how you gonna be bulletproof? But you shatterproof. You're not. You're not shatterproof. Well, that's that was like a year before they rolled them out too, though. So like they took them back to the lab and and made them. Um, but I seen an episode of uh Joe Rogan where Elon was on there and they were shooting literal born arrows at it. <laughs> born arrows. They were. We in the Wild Wild West, the Cowboys and Indians. What's going on? I'm sorry, Cowboys and Native Americans. Yeah, watch yourself. I mean, it, come on, man. Show some respect. <laughs> Isn't this people of time? But listen, <laughs> listen. They shot bow and arrows. And look, we're in America, dog. Like, have you, have do you, have you got you by on a, the internet? A bow and arrow? Every, anything can happen. Have you been threatened by a bow and arrow? I haven't personally been threatened. <laughs> if you attack me with a bow and arrow, then you are some kind of human. Man, you are a special kind of human. You sitting here, it's like, hey. Ain't no fingerprints on this thing. Ain't no forensics on this thing. Yeah, when it's it goes true. zero dark thirty, and y'all <laughs> the power grids go down, and y'all and y'all don't know where to go, they go. They gonna have them born arrows out here. There's gonna be people waiting on you. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but the the next one. So it might be a little bit controversial, but some of these older women are dating younger guys. All right. Jalen Green from the Houston Rockets is dating Drea. Drea. All right. I know. So Drea. Yeah, you know, dating, I, I mean, I've heard of her, but I don't know her. But the fact that he's 22 years old. Yeah. She has a son that's 22 years old. Yeah. She's 39. Right. And allegedly supposed to be pregnant. I don't know if it's true or not. But the fact that you are dating somebody your son age, that could be boys with your son. Yeah. Another one. Also weekend. CJ Stroud, 22 yeah. years old from uh, Houston. I don't know what's going on with the Houston boys. Shout out to CJ. What about the Houston boys? Is Jalen Green and uh, CJ Stroud. What's Houston going on with the Houston boy, boys? They like them older, man. Hey, 22 years old. Amber Rose. Amber Rose is 40. I ain't mad at it. And they was over here spotted together over in the. Um, Bro, when you was freaking in your 20s, you would, you would want to date a 40. Not 40. Not 40. 40? But thing is, but thing is, I don't mind if no I see man. these women and I was in high school, whatever. And I had crushes on them, and I had a chance to get with them. Yeah. Now, as a as and then a, they still look how they now look. as a twenty two year old. I'm like, oh, I got a chance to you know live out my my boyhood crush dreams. I can see that. Yeah, but you as live a, out your boyhood dreams as a man. But I'm saying, yeah, the man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm like, saying for them, for the women, yeah, because it's 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 weird because if it was a, if the roles were reversed, it was a forty year old man dating a twenty two year old. All of a sudden, he's a, a twenty-two-year-old rich athlete. Though he's a she, he's a predator. But if she was a rich athlete, but I'm saying, but it's it's, it's double standards because like if a a lot of times in America it, it's looked frowned upon, but you go overseas, like Russian men are marrying young women all the time, mm -hmm. and that's just part of their culture. 
But the fact that you see other coaches doing this, but then you go to America and the roles are reversed and the woman's older and the man's younger, oh, we're not really batting the eye. But if the man is over here with a younger girl, mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's pedophile or well, You know what whatever. that is. You know we look at that differently. Like if, if I know one of my homeboys, if I'm, uh, let's say I'm CJ Stroud and uh, Jalen Green, I think it's Jalen Green, right? Yeah. If I'm their age and like, we all messing with older women, whatever. We like, yo, you got an older woman. You know what I'm saying? You, you, uh, you've been, you know, saying that we all been seeing it now. You got her. We gonna look at them like, yo, that's fly. But if if it was on the flip side, excuse me, flip side, and we're at the age we are now, we see somebody with like a a younger woman, or whatever. That's kind of like on the question, young as far as like 19, 20, however old, young she may be. We might look at her like, we might look at it like, yo, you wilding. Like, it's a it's a feeling type of thing because, like, we know as men, we big that up, and like our boys, we're like, Yeah, go ahead, grab that, like, do your thing with that. So, but it's on the flip side, it's like, Yo, that's kind of creepy. So, <laughs> like, why are you messing with this? Why you even want this young, young woman like that? And you, your age, so like, I, relax, bro. I'm saying, Drea and Amber Rose, yeah, were graduating high school, yeah, and these cats weren't even born yet, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's hard, for me, to, it's hard for me to and get they there. Born if yet. it was on the flip, if it was the reverse, then I would be like, oh, that's kind of wild. You're right. If it was the reverse, it would be wild. Yeah. But I think they I think a lot of people are looking at that particular situation because these, you know, and I don't know this to be true, but they they a lot of people say that these women are known to be, you know, going after that type of man, you know. Young, rich athlete. You well, I mean, know, do, you know, I mean, Drea was uh, with an old please, boy with uh with the um the Cowboys, Orlando uh, Skandrick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and had a child with him too. Yeah. So I think it's 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 weird in that regard. If like that's just your mo, like you specifically dating this type of man, and like you know he's younger, so he's gonna be all over you. He's gonna be, you know, kind of blinded by like your name and your status as far as how you look and how that looks to the public, you take advantage of that. That's kind of like the weird, where the weirdest come on, come in from. But I agree. I agree. Um, I look at it, but on a, like, just if I, if we having fun type of situation, yeah, go and get you an older chick. Cause like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fly. Like, yeah. Live out your childhood dreams, huh? <laughs> I could live out my childhood dreams as a man and there ain't nothing better than that. And I ain't got to, you know, what's what you know so, what job it is. So my thing is, um, what's up? I'm trying to think about like you know uh, crushes I had back when I was in high school, mm. and mm. like if I had like Talk you know, about it. a chance to whatever, like you know, yeah, you know, I'm, I already know where you're going. I'm saying like you know, uh, who you got? When, well, when I was in high school, call their name out there. When, when I was in high school, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When, when I was in high school, like, you know, um, Sister Sister was big, you know, big. I was a big Tia fan. I, I was a big Tia fan. Uh, when Boys Meet World, I was a big uh, Topanga fan. Uh, oh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. When uh, Moesha came out, I was a big Brandy fan. Man, I was, listen, Megan Good from freaking Cousin Skeeter. I never watched that show. Listen. That's where I first seen her. I was a kid when I was oh, a kid around that. I mean, time. yeah, I mean, she's I never a seen her like... little bit older than me, but Megan Good, Megan Good. That's who I was. That's who I was looking at. Oh, shoot. Uh, that's who I was looking at. For sure. Tiffany from In the House. Are oh, you old, though? Uh, Hillary Banks. Yeah, you old. 
Ashley Banks. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ashley Banks. Yeah, yeah. Those were, uh, when Clueless came out, uh, I was big Stacey Dash. Oh, I like Stacey Dash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I always like the older girl. So I'm saying, like, you know, That's what I'm saying. I always like if I was 22 and that was my childhood crush, and Stacy Dash came, you looking how she looked then, right? Now, right, right. I, I understand that as a young, what you as, as a young guy, I understand that. What you gonna do? I understand that, but you gotta have the right listen. Somebody have to have put you up on game and like tell you, listen, this particular woman probably rocking with you because of these reasons, and yeah. Yeah, you need to move accordingly. You need to have somebody in your ear telling you that. If you don't have nobody in your ear yeah, telling you I that, mean, then you're gonna get gotten taken advantage of. I mean, but if I come to you and I'm this young guy, all this money, whatever, whatever, and I'm uh with my dream girl or whatever, and I know what's up, I'm gonna rock with you, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna know what's up and play the game when you play the game. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, whoever, I mean, had I a better, whoever had a better score at the end, come on on top. You're right. You're right. Another one was Journey Smollett. John didn't know. You know who that was? Yeah. You know what? She, she started off, uh, off on Full House. Then she was on Martin. The girl from uh, Lovecraft Country? Yeah, yeah, her. She was from back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, we were, we were, around, like, we're around the same age now, so. Maybe like 40? Yeah, yeah. We're around the same, she's like maybe like 38. But yeah. Dang, she looked like she in like early 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the but but thing is, like when these uh, you see the people as kids, whatever kid actors, whatever, yeah, and the shows are in reruns the whole time. You think they still the same age, but yet not understanding that. What's the little white girl? Uh, no, this is what I'm go. Um, the little pink ranger from the Power Rangers. I never watched Power Rangers. Man, she was she was my first little white crush. <laughs> the, cold, pink, the pink rangers, huh? Pink I mean, uh, Power Ranger. Okay, all right. Yellow Ranger was fine too. Like that was the little black girl, but shoot, Baywatch, that was huge. <laughs> yeah, I, know I used to put it on what's that uh oh, that's good. <laughs> we're going down memory lane right now but yeah uh i can't fault those guys and i think those women know like they know that that's in their mind and they're thinking of, like hey this is who this person is whatever whatever and they're gonna take advantage of just yeah. hopefully they've been put up on games well you, you think so but then also i mean these young guys want to have a seed as well and how many times do you think uh, somebody that's going to be 40 plus? I don't think they think it sees right there at 22. So no. this is strictly for fun? Yes. I would hope so. If I'm their father, I'm telling you, yo, have fun. Do your thing. Wrap it up. Don't, you know, you know. Yeah. Listen, if you know me, you know, I should have took that up. But anyway, you know, <laughs> I'm telling them that. If I'm 20, 22, 23, I'm DJ Stroud, Jaden Green. I'm not. I'm not thinking about reproduc- reproducing right now with you. At, at 22? No. You're right. You're right. Let's have some yeah, fun. Yeah, Let's go right, out right. of this town. You're right. Come you're with right. me to this event. You're right. Come you're with right. me here. Come with me there. Like, let's go here. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's have fun. When, it, right. when it's over with, it's over with. Because you when, better believe that boy. He ran his course. Boys you're right. You're right. You're right. In 20, 22 years old, making hundreds of millions of dollars. CJ Stroud finna get a big payday once his rookie deal is up. If he hadn't got a big payday already, he's on his rookie deal, right? Yeah, yeah, he about to get one though. Yeah. So he about to get one. Man, listen, that man gonna be with four, five other women before. And Andy in Houston too. We could look down and look back up. Andy in Houston. And he in Houston, Texas, home of the prettiest woman ever. All right. The next uh, topic is um, after, a day after Trump loses his uh, court case, we had to pay three hundred fifty-five million. He goes to Snickercon 
in Philadelphia as the greatest sneaker show on earth, he says. T1s. And he went ahead and uh, went to the Philadelphia Convention Center and he introduced his new shoe, the official Trump wear shoe. This shoe was gold high tops with the American flag detail on the back. And it was being sold as never surrender high tops. So $355, $399 with tax on the website. Mm-hmm. Victory 47. They all sold out, right? He, uh, he also branded uh, Victory 47 cologne and perfume. He's saying Victory 47 because he's going to be the 47th. You already president. claiming it? He's already claiming oh, it. Victory 47. I love he's it. already yeah. claiming that he's going to be president for. Shout out to Trump. You know, the 47th president. And yes, it sold out. And the thing is, which is genius. He using that money to propel his campaign. Like he's not spending money. Or... He's not spending his money to do his campaign. He's doing things like that, which is genius. He's doing things like that. I'm not sure how much he's going to get because I saw somebody trying to uh, somebody bought it and try to sell it for like a thousand dollars, whatever, even more. The Cologne shoes. The shoes. Yeah, I seen that resale is going crazy. On yeah, I think it's higher than thousand dollars, but. Yeah, I saw that. They're gonna be worth something. They're gonna be worth something. The fact that he set them for three fifty five—that was what uh, three hundred fifty five million they ordered him to pay. Yeah, yeah. Um, his last uh, court decision there. Yeah. But to name your stuff, Victory Forty Seven is fire. Well, that was the cologne and perfume, Victory Forty Seven. Yeah, I saw yeah, the shoes. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about the shoes? The shoes look kind of crazy, but if you're a real sneakerhead, you probably got them. Somebody no, I, I mean, I'm not going to get those. But uh, the fact that... Um, they go out crazy resale. Yeah, they, they, definitely, they definitely will. But the fact that... Uh, I mean, it goes to the American flag on the back. I'm like, yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm I'm, getting to wear those. How many... Uh, well, that's true, too. You're getting uh, to collect. <laughs> getting to hold and collect. collect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, look. <laughs> that's true. And then if he freaking wins, and you got the Victory 47 and the, the T-1000, whatever shoes they call what do you think? Do you think you know, we don't have to talk politics, but you think he got a shot? I think Trump's going to really. He definitely got a shot. I think he's he definitely got a shot. Yeah, especially. I, I uh, asked that because all the things that's going against him right now. It's like the. That's the crazy thing. thing. All the stuff he got going against him, he's, he's still, still running. running he's still, still running. And people still. I have running. never heard of this in my life. I've never. And the fact that he wins, he goes ahead and pardon himself. So you can't get him and can't touch him again. But the fact that he was having all those issues while he was in presidency. The, the first time, and nothing was happening. I don't think anything going to happen. You can bring all this up against him, and he's still not going to, you know, pay what he needs to pay. You don't think he's going to pay that three fifty five? I mean, it's crazy. Even if he does pay the three fifty five, ain't nothing to him. He's a billionaire. I don't know if nothing ain't nothing. Three fifty five ain't nothing. He, nothing to, to, to a billionaire? I don't care how much money you got. Three hundred fifty five million just to have to pay something off? Like that's wild. I don't care if you got four billion dollars, five fifteen listen, million dollars, like three hundred fifty-five million dollars. He can uh, he can throw it uh, in an event at his uh, hotel and get that back in the weekend. That's the crazy part. Uh, three hundred fifty-five don't sound like it's too easy to come up. With. I'm sure he can do something. I'm not saying he doesn't he, he, have he did it. Shoes. He did his shoes. I mean, he I, got shoes sold three hundred fifty-five million. I'm saying he can do anything, and people will sell it out. He gonna have the support. I'm not arguing the support. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of wild to have to pay that and still try to run a presidency campaign. He's been doing it. He's been doing it. Yeah. The thing about it, though, is, like, they doing all this just to keep him out. They do not want this man. 
president. Yeah. Like the world wants to know. Yeah, the world does. Well, <laughs> well America. The America, America, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move on to college basketball. All right, college basketball. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen the news, but uh, an icon, Lefty Drizzle, he passed away at 92 years old. He coached Davidson. He coached Maryland. He coached James Madison. He coached Georgia State. You would know him because of what he did. He invented Midnight Madness. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. He invented Midnight Madness. So he was the one that wanted everybody to get locked in the gym. And- He's the one that had everybody coming in to the gym, like, hey, yeah. come watch us uh, before the season you know, take off. Yeah. And he wind up, you know, becoming like a bigger thing than what he oh, is now. Cool. But, yeah, he's the one that invented. You know where he was when he invented it? Like, what school he was at? He had, to be, he had to be Maryland, right? I think it had to be oh, Maryland, yeah. Too. It had to be Maryland. So, um, but the fact that, you know, he was a legendary That's coach. Cool. Uh, he invented uh, – uh, Midnight Madness, which kind of took on his uh, own thing, where people have their own love personal shows and bring out rappers now, Remember and they be over here doing dunk contests, and you play games and things like that. And then what what you said, eat, eat me a little bit was chill. Um, eat at me, <laughs> eat at me. Um, um, was when I was at Duke, we didn't have a Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. We did not have a Midnight Madness. We had like a, a blue and white game during Parents Weekend. We did not have a midnight madness. Now you go fast forward to nowadays, they got a midnight madness and they have, you know, dunk contests, they have, you know, three point shootouts, they have all these different things. But midnight madness wasn't open to like the school though. It was just like us literally in the gym having practice over there. Because that was the first time you can actually practice that day. It was, yeah. I don't know if we had people in there. I think. Fans might have been allowed. I don't remember fans, but it might have been a thing. But if you don't yeah. remember fans, then it wasn't fans. I don't think fans were. Yeah, if it you don't remember just... fans, then yeah. But now I see that people are actually like, no, oh yeah, we already doing midnight madness. We got this that going on, and it's a big deal now. So I, I see it on TV. You have you know people on ESPN got their shows going on, and I used to hate that. And then um, <laughs> eight miles down the road, we we'll, we'll see uh, people from Carolina have midnight madness, and they're like, how are they going to have it? We don't have it. I used to be pissed off there. Like, how they gonna have? We don't have it. Coach K wasn't rocking with that. Yeah, he wasn't doing that. He was, they do it now. They do it now. They do it now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I so really towards the end of Coach K's uh, era, he kind of did it. Oh, so and, he did did it. Like, you know, especially when, when Zion came in, like, everybody want to see Zion dunk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Zion, RJ, uh-huh. they want to see him dunk and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Zion, he he injured right now. I, I, I don't think he is. I think he's. Uh, I think he's fine. It just he didn't uh, make the All Star team. They're man. not doing well. Yeah. But anyways, yes. Uh RIP to uh what's his name again? I'm sorry. Lefty Drizzle. RIP to Lefty Drizzle. Um the inventor of Midnight Madness, Midnight yeah. Madness and other things and probably a great coach along the way. So yep, yeah. RIP to Lefty. So we didn't have too much uh to talk about with college basketball. Um, so we're gonna go into the games that we talked about last week. Minnesota versus number two, Purdue. Yes, sir. I had Purdue, you had Minnesota. I won that. 25, uh, 25, um, well, 25th ranked um, New Mexico versus 24th ranked San Diego State. I had San Diego State, you had New Mexico, and the State won that 2 0. Okay. Number nine, Duke versus Florida State, which I thought was iffy because we always had issues down there. Duke won up winning that game. You had Florida State, <coughs> I won that 3 0. Uh, uh, UConn versus number one, UConn versus number seven, uh, Marquette. We both had UConn. So we, Three, 
well, 4 1. Number 17, UK. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Number we four. both had to, so the cancels out. Okay, so 3 0. Yeah. All right. Um, number one, UConn versus number seven, Marquette. I had UConn, you had UConn. We both won that. So if that cancels out, then still 3 0. All right. Um, Kentucky versus uh, number 17, Kentucky versus number 12, Auburn. I had Auburn, you had UK. You won that. So okay. 3 1 you. Uh, Iowa State, uh, 14 in Iowa State versus Houston. Um, I would say I had you had uh Houston, Houston won. So three two. Three two. Three two. All right. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. Ah, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was more than All right. So um uh, you can't win them every week, can you? Uh unless you're me. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's a good comeback. Um, so we had number one versus uh, number one, UConn versus number 17, Creighton. I got UConn. Who you got? Shit, who's the who's the number one UConn versus number 17 Creighton? Like All you right. have been winning. Yeah, you kind of have. So they, they, they're pretty good right now. You got UConn too? Yeah. You got to go against me, bro. All right, pick first. Number 12, Baylor versus number 19, BYU. Yeah, Baylor. All right, so even though I'm going against my best, better judgment, I'm going to go BYU. All right. Just go, go opposite. Hey, just go, uh, going opposite. I, I, I would rather have Baylor, but that's just me. Um, Number nine, Duke versus Miami. And of course, I got Duke. Miami, right? They're not right. What Duke, right? Uh, number nine, right now. You go with Duke. Oh, you, you finally gonna pick Duke? Finally, huh? I'm not gonna go with no one. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, number three, Houston versus number twelve, Baylor. Houston. All right, I'm gonna go Baylor there. Yeah. All right. Baylor. Artist got Houston. All right. All right. And then we have number seven, uh, UNC versus number twenty-one. Virginia, who you got? Um, go with Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, you heard I, it. I guess I gotta go to UC there. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> this Brody thing. Uh, no, no, no. UNC. Oh, UNC. Are you changing it? Uh, versus Baylor. Yeah. No, versus Virginia. I'm gonna keep it, even though I feel like UNC gonna beat them. All right. Number 15, Bama versus number 22, Kentucky. We'll go with Bama. I got Kentucky. You got Bama. All right. So that will conclude our men's college basketball. All right. Yeah, men's college basketball. Yep. Uh, next one is going to be NBA. All right. NBA. We got... The latest was Melo on a, on a podcast. I forgot what podcast it was, but Melo said that the deal was done. He was with Denver. The deal was done. And no, he said the deal was done. He said he was supposed to go to the How Lakers. Deal done. And if, if he, he, was supposed to, he was supposed to go to the Lakers. And uh, for him and Nene. Um, oh, that's going to get Nene too? Uh, Melo and Nene for Lamar Odom and Andrew Bynum. The deal was, the deal was done, he said. I never thought about New York. Uh, he said, George Carl turned that down. And he's like, oh, y'all don't want me in the West. That's why. And then he said, if you want to send me out East, send me out to New York. And I was a part of that freaking New York trade with like. Are you was part of that trade? 13 dudes, whatever. But yeah. And then what, what was crazy was during that trade. But you didn't go to New York, though. I did. I did. I was, in, I was in that trade. I was in that trade. So How long you played there? Uh, we got traded midway through the season. 
and then went to the playoffs. They were they were number three team in the West. I'm mean, sorry, in, in New York, in the East. They were number three team I in the didn't East. Know that, bro. They were number three team in the East. Oh, shit. We were top five in the West. Yeah. We, we were playing well, and we come back from All Star break, and all of a sudden, Melo, Chauncey Billups, Kenyon Martin, and somebody else was not there, and we had to practice. They made us practice. We get home, and as soon as we get home. Yeah, we want to say thank you for uh, being a part of the Nuggets uh, franchise. The Nuggets or oh, but, the tech. okay. Yeah. But uh, you're gonna be a part of the the Melo trade with other twelve other guys. Who the call from? The the GM at the time, Masai. So Masai. yeah, he was a, he was a GM at the time, and uh, it was uh it, it was it was so crazy because we get traded. So five players from New York. James Dolan's jet and they land in Denver. You know, Raymond Feldman, Landry Fields, uh, Gallinari, all those guys. They guess, they guess and then me, um, Ronaldo Bogman, and I want to say J.R. Smith was on that plane. They go back. Mello met us there and Chauncey Billups met us there. And we all got traded. Our five and was their five. I was kind of fire. And we get there, and they was number three in the East, and we had we had some uh, some issues going uh, trying to get things uh, right and everything. It was a uh, mellow, Thomas Billups, Amari Stoudemire, mm. um, mm. J.R. Smith, hell of a two K squad. It's my else. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, yeah. And then Corey Brewer came in from Minnesota. Yeah, and we all there, and we go to the fire. I'm sorry, we go to the playoffs. We get swept by Boston when they had uh, Shaq, yeah, um, KG, KG and all them boys, uh, Pierce. Pierce, Ray, Ray uh, Rondo. Yeah, y'all supposed to lose yeah, that. Yeah, so we didn't win a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't win a game. No. Okay, yeah. but back to Melo. He said that originally it was supposed to be him and Nene to LA. Yep. For Lamar Odom and Bynum. Yep. And if you remember correctly, uh, I don't think Kobe would have wanted that. I think he did. He, Kobe had to sign off on that. So the, the thing is, you have Prime Mellow at the time. Prime Mellow. Yeah, but Bynum wasn't no. Bynum was nice around that time. He was. They were winning. Bynum that's was why cold. they. That's why they got rid of uh, Nene. What... Nene was nice at the time too. If you remember, Nene went on that later. Nene, no, he would have been on that squad. On that squad, if yeah. Mellow trade went through. Hmm. I'm glad that didn't go through because, like I said, Bynum and Odom was like dogs. Then they were they were they were nice, bro. Especially Bynum around that time. Nene was a dog. Melo's a dog. Was this uh, what year? This is the year. Was this the year that LA ended up beating Boston back? Because I remember Boston beat them that first year, and then they came back literally the next year and beat and beat Boston. That was the year that the LA year after they beat Orlando. Yeah, that was the year that um. LA, LA won. LA ended up pulling through. And you know, Boston wasn't even in there because uh Boston Boston had Shaq. So they Boston didn't make, didn't make it. They didn't make so it. That's the year that they, they swept Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. They swept Orlando. Yeah. They swept Orlando. I thought Orlando swept. got one game. Swept. Nope. Nope. Swept. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It's a what if I, I, it didn't happen. I think it was a like, I think it would have been a good trade. I'm not gonna lie I to don't you. No, I think it would have been a good trade. Uh Nene was a was a monster. Uh, the only thing about Nene, he didn't play all the time. That's the thing. He he would play 
at 40, and then he will have oh because essentially Nene Binder to Melo's Odo. It would been it right. would have been uh Nene and Paul Casal together. Right, and then Melo and Melo and then Kobe and then Derek Fisher. I'm glad it didn't work out there because if Kobe wins with them, then everybody's gonna be like Kobe had to have Shaq and then he had Melo. See, with this one, he could he get to say I got two by myself, or he get to say I got two without Shaq. They don't really count Powell, Odom, Powell's a Hall of Famer. But but you know, like the Powell's a Hall of Famer though. Can I finish? Go ahead. This, when you start to be wrong, you start no, to no, 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 no. take off, take off, take off. All I'm saying is a lot of people say. Kobe got the three with Shaq. It was Shaq. When they say the last two, they said, but he got them two on his own. They don't really factor in like those guys as far as it's like Kobe's two rings instead of like yeah, Shaq Kobe. Kobe got two rings. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying, right? That's what I, that's what people say. So like if Melo would have came there, it would have been like, oh, you got that one with Melo. You know, that would have been the story. Even though they're not thinking like that, probably at around that time they're just trying to win, obviously. But yeah. It worked out how it worked out because Bynum was a dog. Bynum didn't fall off till after that. You, you have to remember too that year as well. They tried to get Chris Paul, and that they trade got denied by now, the I like league. That over, uh, that, over that. that they got denied by the league. Yeah, they David Stern's like, no, nah, we had these two hoopers up in here. Yeah, David Stern said, no, nah, we can't do that. That's crazy. And he goes to the Clippers. He he didn't allow that, but he allowed LeBron to go to Miami with Wade and Bosh. Or was or was he, it, he, uh, he was a free agent. It wasn't trade. He was a free agent. He was a free agent at the yeah. time. Didn't do nothing. Has the league ever... <clears throat> voice gone. Hey, hey. Yeah. Has the league yeah, ever vetoed another... <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. Has the league ever vetoed another trade that you know of outside of the Chris Paul to uh, LA? Not publicly like that. I think it was the first time that it was publicly... Publicly, no. Yeah. Because I want to say something happened with the, the Hornets... And I can't remember if the organization fell through and they were looking for a new owner. That's why the league took over. I can't remember. Oh, it, yeah. It the league did take over. It was that something too. like that, whatever. And the league took over. And it's like, no. Yeah, that was like around Katrina time, I think. Uh, it might have been. It might have yeah, been. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that had nothing to do with it, but that was around that time. Yeah, the league was just like over that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we got to look into that. Yeah, I forgot about that time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, but Melo talking woulda, coulda, shoulda, man. You woulda, coulda won a ring, but you didn't. Well, the, the year they should have won is the year they lost yeah, to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. That was the year they should have won. That team was squad. nice. That team was nice. And they played, I think they went to game seven against uh, Kobe. And, you know, obviously. And Kobe did his thing. Like Kobe, he do. Kobe came yeah. out. Kobe came in and was like, hey, it's my team. And why not win in game seven? Amen. Yeah. So this week, the All Star Game happened. Oh, it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. All Star Game happened. The Celebrity Game. I didn't watch Celebrity Games. You watch Celebrity Game? I watched highlights, but I didn't watch it either. I I missed it for a reason. It wasn't because I didn't want to watch it. I feel like I was with um. Uh, that was um our relative's birthday dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Was our relative's birthday dinner, and we were doing that. But I would have watched it that night to that. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it regardless, to be honest with you. Um, I like the celebrity game. I'm not going to lie. I, I typically tune in every year to the celebrity game. And then, like, you know, Chris Brown, they said he got, um, he got, he got pers- asked by the league. Personally disinvited, be, I guess. Yeah, whatever. he got disinvited. To the, yeah. He showed the emails uh, of them saying, you know, he was invited in them saying, hey, he could still come to the games after disinviting them. 
whole controversy for that. Um, what was your biggest takeaway as an All Star Weekend? Um, so I'll ask you first before I so say your biggest takeaways, not your your likes, not your dislikes. Well, I mean, look at the this the skill contest. All right, this is a like now. Oh, I'm oh, asking, oh, what are your, oh, what are your likes? Tell oh, me your likes before oh, we talk about it. I didn't have any likes. You know, there's no part of the weekend that you like? No. Well, I'll go. And then we can get Because <laughs> there wasn't a lot that I did, right? What did you like? It was nothing I loved about the weekend. I'll start there. But it was a few likes. I did enjoy. I enjoyed the three-point shootout. I enjoyed the regular three-point shootout. Oh. And I let me finish because I know no, your, no, no, your, no. your memories refresh. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I like the shootout between Steph yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh yeah. the WNBA player um uh, who Sabrina. should be respected. Her name is Sabrina. Um her last Anescu. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um before they shot, um, if anybody don't know, they at the all-star game, they had a three-point shot shootout between Steph and Sabrina. They both shot NBA distance. Yep. Um, they each had a turn to go. There was only one round. Um, if you don't know, Steph ended up winning that. But questions going into it, I was like, is she going to shoot NBA distance? Is she going to have to shoot with a male ball? Is he going to have to shoot with a with a woman's ball? Are they going like what's going to be the rules of it? So that she ended up having to shoot, or she ended up wanting to shoot rather NBA distance. If she says I'm a shooter, I'm a shooter. She, 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 she and can shoot. She can flat out shoot. Yeah, she can shoot. Much respect to this to this to this young lady, man. She showed out. She actually ended up with 26 points. And if you know, 26 points kind of end up being the night yeah. number for the guys who participated in the regular shootout. Um, I think Dame Litter won with 26. Which is a great number. Which is a fantastic yeah, number to yeah. shoot. And she came out, she went first against Steph, and she put up 26. Which is hard to do. Which is first. very hard to do. She came out splashing that thing from NBA distance so i was really i'm not gonna lie and i'm not everybody who know me i like the WNBA, but i'm not a huge fan of it obviously but i do support it and i she really shocked me man she really did her thing and and it was an, it was it was a joy to watch her shoot against steph but when steph came out he kind of came out a little cold but he he once he got hot and you know steph when he get hot he get hot and he ended up finishing with like 32 or something like that yeah to end up beating her but that was a part of the weekend that i thoroughly you know, I, I enjoyed that. I liked that. That was probably one of the better, and sad to say, like, but that was one of the better um, events for me. Yeah. So uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I, I honestly forgot all about the uh, Steph um, and Sabrina um, matchup. Yeah. That was probably the only highlight that I liked in the game of, you know, All Star Weekend type thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that you know she had 26, which is a great number. Great and number. She shot the ball well, which I knew she was a shooter. She shot the ball really well, and the fact that Steph really had to shoot to beat her, he had to shoot. He had he, to come. He out had shoot. to shoot to beat her. I did like that. Flip side, I would like to see that continue and have like Dame Lillard now, since he won back to back, you know, three point shooting contest. I would like to see him go against either Sabrina or somebody else that's going to be. Or a, they a big, could do. Um, they could do. They could do the guys, and then they could do the women. Like, like two versus two. They could do do a tournament, a mini tournament, not like an all night team. Like maybe have five NBA players shoot against each other. The winner of that plays or shoots the winner of the five WNBA players instead of doing a one on one. You know what I'm saying? So you have five I, I NBA players go, five NBA guys go, and the winner of each, and then you have one shoot three point shootout winner. 
But the thing you know is, I don't know if the, the WBA has a uh, a lot of enough shooters, enough that. shooters to be on that level. I mean, you can go through. So she's an anomaly. I'm saying you can go through the NBA and we have like no, we got no Steph, you got Dame, guys, Steph, Dame, Cat. Cat was splashing that thing. Cat was too. Yeah, yeah. That little, little one inch jump shot, he'd be uh, sparking. <laughs> he had hey, foot on the line a lot. A lot, yeah, sparking. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you can go through a line and uh, people that actually shoot well on the three point line. For the, for the guys. But you going to have Kaylin Clark come in there next year? Yeah, yeah. I would like to see Kaylin in it next year. I'd like to see um they can't just Sabrina have, in there. Sabrina show up every time. But I'm saying, I mean, outside of who else going to be? Um, I don't know. Kelsey Plum? I mean, I'm not sure who else will be uh, the three-point shooter like that. I don't know. I have a lot of them. He said, I have a lot of them. <laughs> playing in WBA in a minute. He's talking oh, about I have <laughs> Oh, that's a throwback name, though. But yeah, she was in school when that's I was in school. Name, right? yeah, she was in school when I was in school. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but like, who else? Uh, said Kelly, Kelly, who? Uh, Plum. Kelly Plum. Yeah, okay. her, her, Kelly her Plum. husband uh, is a tight end for now. Was uh, with Raiders. Now he got traded to uh, oh, the Jets. Out to Kelly Plum. Tight end for the Jets and everything. So, um, oh dang, y'all season ending uh, miserably early. Y'all had to play games when it was ooh, over. Ooh, four seconds. They had to play games when it was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jets, yeah. Now, imagine all, all imagine your first game of your season, all your that quarterback hype. go down, and then you know y'all not going to go nowhere, but you all still got to play 14 more games. All that hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, y'all to Kelly Plum. No, that's wild. I mean, I'm over trying to look up uh, um, the, the top people in uh, WNBA that can shoot, and I don't know if I can find um, five good shooters that can go against the – Shooters in the um in the uh, NBA though. Yeah, but while you looked that up, I'll just keep speaking on that. Um, that was definitely a highlight for me. Um, um, the NBA guys that won, obviously Damian Litter end up winning the whole thing. Um, that's why I won money. I you know I did a little small bet uh, on Damian Litter to win it all. He ended up winning, but he was scaring me the whole time because he. He would, slow. he would, he started off slow and he would definitely win at the last rack. And you know, you put some money on a shooter, you want them to come out at the gates firing. But he's such a phenomenal shooter, even in the all star game. He pulled up twice, I feel like, from half court, drained him, nothing but net. Um, again, Cat, um, Carthony Towns for the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's a great shooter, he was sparking it. Um, who else you had in that thing? Um, but yeah, that was that was probably. For sure, my highlight. Other than that, once you look up these women, we can get into the dislikes because it was a lot to like tune away from. I mean, yeah, it's I definitely mean, not the All Star Game of old. It's not. I mean, uh, it, ah, it was just ah. When you just when you've been a fan of the game for so long, like we have, man, and you've been seeing all these All Star games, do these dunk contests. And to see it now, man, it's just disheartening. That's all. I mean, it's disheartening. It's it's it hurts. You got uh, Sabrina. You got okay. You got Sabrina. Um, Drew Lloyd. Uh, okay, he's our top shooter. Um, I'm not sure how you say. Uh, I remember her at Arizona. I'm sorry, at North Dame. Arike Agumbowella. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, Kelsey Mitchell. These are the top five. Um, three-point shooters in the WBA, and Ryan Howard. Um, okay. Those are the top five. And I don't think that 
going to be good enough to actually battle the top five in the NBA, to be honest with you. Because okay. um, you have anomalies like Sabrina who can shoot deep balls like she that. She can shoot. Consistently. She, you know, consistently. She so parking that thing, yeah. too. I mean, it was like, it was like she shoots that normally. Mm-hmm. That's how good, like, her shot was going. And obviously, it wasn't a defense in it, but, like, still. Listen, if you can shoot that good, I actually probably should just start watching her play now. Oh, oh, for New York, yeah, yeah. They, they got a good team. Brianna Stewart on the she, team. But is she nice like that, though? Yeah, yeah, she's nice like that. Brianna Stewart's on the team. Uh, I want to say they just had a trade. I can't remember who it was on the team, but they got a trade on the team, too. So um, they're going to be a good team in the WBA this year. Uh, hopefully they can battle the the, the Aces because the Aces been running away for the last couple of years. Uh, yeah. uh, Audra Wilson and everything. Audra Wilson, she's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to see. We're going to see. I mean, uh, that's the problems with Vegas as well, mm. too. So. I mean, this is they got a nice squad. You know, we got my Duke girl, uh, Chelsea Gray on the team too. Oh, shout so, out to Chelsea Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'll cut you off. But go into your dislikes. I want to hear what you what you didn't like about the All Star uh, weekend. It was so what I didn't like so, was I, I wasn't a big fan of the celebrity game. I mean, I think that's kind of. I mean, it's fun for. She didn't watch it. Though. A few people. I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> unless it's somebody that I want to see. Oh, Kenny Hoop, whatever. Yeah. That was the thing, but I didn't see like you know like last it was the last year. I'm a big Peloton guy, so I was like, you know, Alex Tucson was on the. On they the had team. Michael Parsons in there, one of your Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a, guys, yeah, football player, so he's not really. A he was, player, I think he so. was hooping though. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. Um, okay. Just you know, like, Stroud was in there last year. Last year, you know, I wanted to see if uh, Alex Tucson can play and everything. He wanted he, he wound up uh, being the MVP of the game. He was nice. Yeah, but uh, the, the, the skills challenge. I mean, oh, they went from. God. The skills challenge was like a, a circle about about a basketball size, and then all of a sudden it became a big organ O type thing. Whatever. I'm like, anybody can make that uh that pass into a big old O. I'm like, what is that? And then you got, oh yeah, they definitely they got driven around the, the cones, whatever, and people over like, oh, going the wrong way. I'm like, it shows you on the court the, the way and they go. And they had the referee he like, yo, you you not going the right way. Well, but but the, it was which was dope. The LED court was dope. The LED court. Five. But it shows you yeah. the path to go, and these jokers still going the wrong way. I don't and I'm like, the first person, all right, I get it, wrong way. Then my Duke guy, Paolo, did the same thing oh. right after. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? You saw he did but the wrong way, they too. Were looking at the court like that. It's lit up. It's lit up. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you doing? So I'm looking at that, and I'm like, uh, I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, if you, oh, get, if you get rid of the skills contest, I would like to see him say, oh, Let's do a one versus one uh, kick in the heel type contest. I think that'd be better than the skills. If you got like, oh, winner gets a million dollars. used to be fired too. They used to take a seat. If these guys take that serious, you had Anthony Edwards out there shooting left-handed threes. He said you get three. But he said, I look at this as a fun game. This is not serious. not competitive. And I will say... That's the it's not competitive like it was. What was it four years ago? Man, it wasn't competitive. Four years ago, it was. Remember, it, it was four years ago. They made it competitive with that new rule. But right. you remember before that, it was still was uncompetitive. They had to do the new rule to make it competitive. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, RIP when Kobe passed away, everybody wanted to take it serious because Kobe took the All Star Game serious, and that's like one of the things he talked about. Yeah. And once, like. After that happened, they just start taking it on series. But 
that four years prior to that, they still were taking it on serious. They weren't taking yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a it's not a serious weekend. So it. as a fan, what are you expecting? Like that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even want to go to an all-star weekend. Like, imagine spending all that money on a ticket to go to all-star weekend, and these guys look like freaking high schoolers out here. Yeah, yeah, just playing around, just playing, playing around. around. I don't want to see you play around, I mean, like compete, bro. Like, these are the best of the best players in the whole entire world. Let's see y'all skills. Let's see. This is the skills challenge. Y'all should not look like me out there shooting up shots. I want to see the most skilled, talented athletes in the world do some stuff. I agree. That I, I agree. that I can't do. And I can go up there and shoot left-handed nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Just like um, I, like I said, I skipped over it, but the fact that like you no know, Sabrina and stuff, I was like, I was kind of happy about that because uh, that was the only Sabrina. They take that Sabrina during her. WNBA uh, All Star Game. Mm -hmm. She wind up making twenty threes in a row. Something she like, set the record. Some crazy like that. Twenty threes in a row. But then Steph came out a couple of days before All Star break. Beat that. He had a video where he shot one hundred and five in a row. That is insane. One hundred and five threes in a row. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Threes. That's fine. NBA threes. One hundred and five in a row. In a row. It's a lot of people that can't make 105 layups. In layups in a row. The fact you're doing that, I like. It's a lot of people that can't dribble 105 times and dribble 105 times without <laughs> kicking it. Yeah, yeah. The fact that the dunk contest. Oh, man. And you already said uh, the best one for you was uh, Aaron Gordon and uh, Zach Levine matchup. My favorite dunk contest of all time is the one you just mentioned. Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. This was like 2016. Uh, this was when Zach Levine went back to back. They had the whole promo Drake out there, back to back, all this and that. And Zach Levine won it. But that was a dunk contest in the kind of the modern era in 2016 that they had a lot of uh wake up a little bit. They had the uh they had you know guys doing dunks we had never seen before. At least I had never seen before mm -hmm. in the dunk contest. And this this one was just on point. That one was just on point, and then after that. It kind of went downhill, and you fast forward to 2024, and you got Jalen Brown dunking over a four foot eleven guy in a chair, doing let's, a freaking let's, let's dunk talk about that, that we've seen a thousand. Let's times. talk about that. Like, what are you doing? So did they just ask him, like, dude, we'll pay you to just do this, and he's just like, all right, I'll take the money. Listen, Bro. let's talk about that. During the dunk contest, you have McClung, who won last year. Yeah, he brings Shaq out. He, he jumps nice. over Shaq. He nice seven for one. Yeah, uh, forgot who else. Somebody uh, else brought somebody out who was tall as well. You had uh, the topping brother brought his brother out. Brought his brother out who was like you know six seven six eight in, himself. Yeah. And then he this joke ten I think is uh, well, yeah, okay, okay all right six, six ten. Yeah, then you had the Joker um, Jalen Brown who brings out Kasanat who I didn't know who that was and sitting down and the fact that he's Five feet, and they had him he's five nine or something. And he had him sitting down. <laughs> you know, sitting down. And I was like, he's already short, and you got him sitting down, and you dunk the ball, and then you try to sit there and try to cover your eyes. I'm like after he dunked it, you if, you, if you try to do the D Brown, D Brown. Brown did it when he was actually dunking the ball. This this Joker, <laughs> this Joker jumped over a short guy sitting down. And then cover his eyes like we probably like, oh oh my god he said he dunked no 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 bro but even we if he would have did the so deep brown, we see you. he would have been like I would have been mad at that even if he would have did the deep brown successfully I'm like what are you doing 
Don't do the D. Nobody ever should do the D Brown. If Jalen Brown was in the 1988 NBA dunk contest, he would have won. He would have won hands down. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. 1988? I don't think so. When D Brown came up? Or when D Brown get that dunk? I mean, that's during the, the Jordan and uh, Dominique era, so I don't think he's gonna he would won. You know, with the dunks he did, I don't think he would, would, would have won. Now that first dunk he did was basic, but it was kind of fire. The windmill. You can't say basic and fire at the same time. Come it on. was like a it was a legit dunk. It shouldn't have got the score it got. It was a dunk that we see all the time. People do it in games. This is my thing, man. The dunk contest don't ever have any notable stars in it. Um, they got a lot of memes about uh the NBA waking up Mac McClung. <laughs> Like, wait, we need you. Like, this is your time yeah, to shine. Yeah, yeah, send yeah. Back to the back to GB or whatever. But yeah. one, the problems is that, like I said, they never have any celebrity doing it. Um, it's just the judges never can get the scoring right because Jalen Brown was getting fifties and forty nine, for forty eight, yeah, doing nuts. a three sixty. <laughs> this this was one of the most god awful dunk contests I ever Facts. seen in my life. Facts. Um, and then if we done with that, we can just fast forward to the All Star Game. I was watching YouTube Shorts doing the All Star Game, man. I did. I cut it on, and I was like, "Please, just, just give me something. Just listen, something. listen." Um, and I'm like, "Man, let me just put YouTube on." And watch I, I didn't it. watch it. I didn't watch it. And you try to have us over here I, I, yeah, to watch it together. Yeah. I'm like, man, is, like when y'all when y'all flaked on me, I was like, "No, I ain't watching this right here." And the thing is, uh, I started watching. Uh, Vince Staples uh, show on uh, Netflix. I heard that was good too. And I started watching that, and it's like maybe like five, six episodes, whatever. Yeah. I started watching that, and I'm like, oh, shoot, the, the All Star game's on. And I'm like, ah, I'm cool. Another episode. So the fact that it said uh, the All Star game was supposed to start at 8 o'clock, it didn't wind up and didn't start until like 8 42. How are you going to be that late? Like, it's not, how are you going to be that late and be that bad? How do, you, how do you think they feel? You got all these people. When I, I like to know when I when I watch these type of games, I look at like the crowd. I look at all these people that came for this exciting all around the entertainment world. weekend and all, all around the world. world. And then I go watch this stupid ass pickup <laughs> game that nobody yeah. takes it serious. Yeah. Um Kobe got a famous interview where he's saying they play um hard to pick up at UCLA, man, in the summertime. Oh well those and, and you I, I was involved with those runs. Those runs are nice. Like those it, runs look they look yeah. you can look at those a guy like me watching on YouTube, they look like they've been out there hooping, like they trying to show you, like I'm nice. Yeah, I mean, like do that. Well, because one, a lot of guys are either free agents or guys looking to get signed, so the runs are they working out. The runs are really good because you really have people really trying to play, and there's people in the stands watching. And if you do well, your name is being brought up, and all of a sudden they bring you in for a workout at their home. A team, and then also oh, that's why they're that's that's, that makes that's sense. why it's good. That's, that's why it's good. That makes sense. Yeah, and then yeah. also um, like Rico, Rico Hines, um, he's with uh, Sacramento now. Yeah, he he's the one that. Oh, Rico runs. Hines with Sacramento. Yeah, 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 he's the one that actually does all the UCLA workouts yeah, and things Rico like Hines. that. So yeah, like, that's what the players go see. Go see Rico Hines. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, I watched. Um, it always when I around this time I always go back and I watch. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I watch old All Star games in full. And I, I, bro, I'll be watching old like the um, this one, I think it was the 03 All Star game when the East beat the West and how excited they were when they won. And it was like, yeah, we beat like it was like it was like it was like before the game, they was they they might have been talking shit to each other, like, yeah, we know the East got more stars than the West, like, nah, whatever. And you can tell like they've been chirping back and forth and like 
it seemed like there was some competitive nature even before the game. I feel like these guys come in here and they be like, oh, man, let's go play this so game. So let, let, let me ask you Let's this. go and get this weekend out the way so we can get back to our season, man. Well, now that it's changed where you get a, you get a whole yeah, week off. So now – whole weekend. Well, now you get a whole week off, whatever. So now you can play in the All-Star game and still have a little bit of vacation before you got to come back to the team. Uh, before, when I was playing, whatever, well, play hard you, you either was part of the weekend or not. If you're not part of the weekend, you got an extra four or five days to kind of go to Cabo, whatever you want to yeah. do, whatever. But now – it's a week off, whatever. So you gotta, you know, the all star, and then also you got, you know, a little bit small vacation. But my thing is, what is, what is your thoughts on fixing the all star? Because Adam Silver was like, oh yeah, on Saturday, the day before, he's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a better all star game than last year, blah blah blah. But and then you saw that he was physically disappointed when he handed the trophy over to Dame for the MVP. He, yeah, because he know he he put he out thought, a product oh, yeah. that was bad. Y'all, 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 yeah, y'all scored two hundred points for the first time ever in NBA history, or whatever. But yeah, but he know how they got it because yeah. there no defense been played. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is my thoughts on fixing it. I don't know. I don't think it's incentivized. I don't think you can offer these players any type of money because the guys that are all stars, they're probably already making that type of money. It's not like um, the end season tournament where you got the last man on the roster probably making, you know. 20 million less than the next person. You know what I'm saying? So right. I don't think it's a money incentive because these are all-stars. I, I think it's the mentality of the players. I think back then they just wanted to beat them. They wanted to be better. We are all-stars, but like I'm better. It's like, yeah, we all in the NBA, but I'm nicer than you. It was that mentality of the guys of yesteryear than it is today. Today, I don't think they have that, you know, our side is better than y'all side. It's not that competitiveness it's like like whoever wins who wins like who cares like i think some games uh of recent years they will like let guys like we this your city i'm gonna we gonna let you go off what what type of let, state is let that let you try to get mvp it's ah, frustrating it's disheartening it hurts <laughs> being a fan of the nba it hurts to see that and i don't i don't think it's incentivized as far as fixing it um i just don't i just think it's it's who you got out there. It's the mindset of these players. They don't only care about winning when it counts, which you get it as a player. You're like, yeah, I'm going to preserve ourselves. We got a good shot at making the playoffs. I'm going to preserve myself, and I'll play it in. You can watch me then. But the All-Star game just used to mean more, I think, to, to the players. So, I don't think it means anything to them now. Here, just cancel the whole here, Here's a few of my ideas, Thanks. all right? To fix the All-Star game, I got a few ideas that might be – some solutions. All right, let's see. All right, so get rid of the All Star Game completely. All right. Oh, I'll, and do yeah. a, a three on three. Have something like that where you have teams a three on three. Have to be a three on three tournament. It'd be like you no know, best of uh yeah 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 three on three tournament and have that going on whatever. I would like to see that. Yeah. And then the way that you actually do the th- the teams, it'll be a lottery style to pick the teams. So you might have like a a Luca, a Joel and B. And a Devin Booker, you know, a lottery style type thing. So I would like to see something like that. Kind of mix things up. If that's not good, um, given certain players, actually given all players time limits, and you're only playing 12-minute quarters, all right, and then you can't play no more. So all of a sudden you go hard for those 12 minutes because it's, it's, you're not playing no more. That's another idea if you're going to do it. If you're going to do an all-star game, uh-huh. Have the players only play 12 minutes 
So you got to go hard for those 12 minutes because you're not going to play no more. So that's another idea I had. Or how about everybody? I don't like that. How about um, whoever, if you had the All-Star game, whoever wins the All-Star like baseball, whoever wins the actual All-Star game, that conference gets the home court advantage for the NBA Finals. The whole conference. The whole conference. Like, that's a good one. That could be something like that's MLB it, right there. Not just the player on that team. Right. So whoever wins, you know, East versus West. So yeah. East wins, whatever. Whoever wins out of the East, they get home court advantage yeah. regardless. Or another one was have the fans vote off the worst players playing in the All-Star game. So after every quarter, you you pick two players from each side. Well, all right, we're done with those guys. We're done with those guys. Rest of guys compete. Oh, you're not competing? We know those guys type thing. Got one. Play so, and then my last one is just like, like I said, just get rid of everything and completely and just not have altar at all because it's been so bad. So what do you think about the, those ideas I just said? Out of all the ones you said, I like the one of having a conference that wins get home court advantage. That's probably like one that I can see coaches getting behind. Cause like if I'm a, if I'm Doc Rivers, you know, my team is third in the East, and I can use that home court advantage because we actually might have a legit shot, you know. Well, I don't know if Doc Rivers is the right one to use because – I'm just saying because like, like, I don't know who coached the West. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's the coach of the West this year? I, I just said that because I didn't know who the coach of the West was. And he was the coach of the East this year. But I like that one out of all yours, um, the conference wins. I like the idea of having a king of the court. Type of situation like to replace the skills challenge at least because the skills challenge right now. Is well, I'm gonna say boo-boo. the skills challenge be. I hate the skills challenge. One versus one, one v one, and then all of a sudden uh, you have like ten guys, one v one, and the winner gets a million dollars. I like one v one, and if your player, let's just say you have KD versus Dane in the one v one, and then like obviously there's other players, but you got those two. KD played for the Suns. I like if he wins, our whole team get. uh a $500,000 bonus. Well, I was going to say... and Because like now I'm like, yo, play, bro. We we can like get some bread out well, here. Well, I was going to say not just limit those guys to just the All-Star games. Our guys. I was going to say people who want to get into that tournament say like, oh, I'm going to pay some money on my out of my own pocket to be in that tournament. Then also you got hungry guys that want to win that million dollars. So you got role guys that want to play against all-stars and let people know that I'm more than a role player. And all of a sudden, you got hungry guys playing against these all-star guys. That might be a fun nah, thing to watch. Because the all-stars are the all-stars for a reason. I don't want guys that didn't earn it in this competition. So you're saying like, you know, like guys, guys that are fringe. Fan votes to coach I'm saying guys that are fringe all-stars. I'm saying the guys that have been – this is what I'm saying. Guys that have been selected to play in the All-Star game or to participate in the All-Star weekend should be only able to participate in these festivities. But I'm saying I, I think it would be better. I think it would be better if you have fringe guys playing against All-Star guys one versus one. I think that would be a very competitive time. Now I'm on a big stage showing that I can actually play with these guys and play against these guys. I don't like that. Not at the All-Star. Not at All-Star weekend. Not, not All-Star? Okay. I right. get you. I, you know, I understand it, but I don't. I don't like that at all. So we can have that in Vegas. Uh, you know, okay, okay, okay. Uh, what about uh, Dame getting uh, MVP with thirty nine points? He had uh, eleven of twenty three from three. 
And like you said, he was shooting from half court. I, I looked at the uh, stats and I saw Cat. Cat had 50. And he only shot four threes. He had 50. He had 50 points? He had 50 points. He only shot four threes. Right. Yeah, he's yeah, east, right? he's on the west. Oh, he's on west, Minnesota. Yeah, 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 he's on oh, the Minnesota's west. Minnesota's considered the west, huh? Yep, yep, yep. You know, I'll, I'll start to stop keeping up. Though. <laughs> um, I didn't know he can't have fifty. Uh, shout out to Dame. No, Dame won a three point shootout as well. MVP. So he walked away with as the victor of the uh, All Star Weekend, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But it's hard to be giving kudos to these guys because you know they're not playing no defense now. Of the past, it wasn't like crazy, crazy defense was being played at these, right. are, but it was some defense being played. It wasn't just like, you know, get off. We weren't trying to hurt you. What I'm saying, we they weren't trying to hurt you mm-hmm. out there, but mm-hmm. they was also like, you're not finna just get nothing easy. Yeah. Nowadays, it's kind of like we gonna let you pull up here. We yeah. might yeah. run by you instead of putting our hand up and trying to swat it. So it's kind of jaded, in my opinion, uh, of you know all-star MVPs of recent because like we know you're not really it just seems like it at least that you're not really kind of going and giving no effort a little bit at least defensively so yeah, yeah. it's nice um he did one three push like I said so and he's somebody who I think takes it a little serious seriously than the other guys is so because, I, I is, like that Dame won it is it because he was trying to get MVP he might have but like you can tell when players are trying to get in. I like that because, like, you trying to go out there and play. Like, I mm-hmm. remember years when Kobe was like, yeah, I'm trying to get MVP. Like, yeah. you're going to have to stop me. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like I like when – imagine if all of them was out there trying to get MVP. Yeah. yeah. And now I got to play defense because I don't want you to get MVP because I want to get MVP. Yeah. It's just that competitive thing is just gone. It's – I don't know what it is. It's just gone out of these guys. They – do not want to compete. And I think it's the LeBron effect. I blame it all on LeBron. So how I LeBron, can't correlate it right now, but if you give LeBron me some time, get, I can think of it. How LeBron get in this? Because he always he's the leader of that fucking <laughs> oh just get him be he, here type of thing. How did LeBron get into this? I mean, I, I know he didn't play that much. Uh, he won the greatest all the time. Hey, I know he didn't play that much this uh this game. I think he wanted playing what 13 minutes, like that, whatever. He's 60, so like I get it. He is 60. Wow. All right. So I'm looking at the stats right now. So SGA had 31 points from Oklahoma City. Durant had 18. Yeah, Joker had 13. LeBron only played 13 minutes at eight points. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Donchie's only had seven points. Cat came off the bench with 50. Curry came off the bench with 16. Um, Eastern, Lillard had 39 points. Allen Burton. At 32, so he was going for it in his hometown. Yeah. Um, I, if I would have put money on anybody getting MVP, it would have been on Halliburton. Halliburton. Just because it was, was close. I mean, he had 32 points. Just because it was in Indianapolis. Uh, he tried to do that Jason Williams off the elbow pass. That was sweet. I didn't see it, so. Yeah, he did that off the elbow. You know, J- Jason Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. did it, but he kicked it out to uh, Damian Lillard for the spot up three. Okay, okay. Yeah. He didn't and hit the guy coming down. Jalen Brown had 36 off the bench. Yeah. See how, like, all these points are just spread out like that? Like, it's nobody that's out there, like, that just stood out. They all just look the same. I mean, 50 it's points, like the same player. 50 points ain't Everybody's standing the same player. 50 points ain't standing out? They either shooting threes or dunking. 50 points not standing out? 50 points are standing out, but, I mean, if you giving me 50. <laughs> bro, we can go to All-Star Game right now and give you a good 10. <laughs> a good 10. And, like, 
20 minutes. They gonna let you shoot. You just gotta make the shot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, they gonna, you just gotta make the shot. You gonna play that fake defense where it's white. I let you go. You are gonna get the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Who has deeper range, Dame or Steph? Because we all know that Dame Steph, Steph tries is, to guard his way to prove he has deeper range. I'm saying we all know Steph, Steph is the best shooter. Steph got range though. Who got better range? Oh man, that's a hard one. Just give a quick answer. Like I said, because Dame goes out of his way to show you I can shoot from beyond half court. Steph can Steph does it too, but Steph. I don't think Steph is always on the front of proving that he like I'm the best shooter because like remember the the year before that Steph was pulling up from half too and draining yeah, that shit too. Yeah. Um, deeper range, it's probably they probably won't, they probably tie for deep range. You think it's they probably tie for deep range. I, I feel like Steph doesn't shoot as many deep range as but when he, he can shoot as deep. Dame. But then Dame goes out of his way to show you I can shoot. I, from I think I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, he purposely does that. That's why he did it twice. I think he did it more than that, but I'm sure he did more than that. I'm sure he goes out of his way, like, yeah, I, I got deep range. And he actually <laughs> went on to talk about like how he prepares to shoot deep range. He just do shot when he bends his knees and don't jump, he just shoot. Then he does it where he explodes or he jumps and shoots. And he does it when he just, you know, he just goes through different scenarios. For sure, because I think Donis, Giannis, uh, Giannis' brother asked him, like, how do you shoot the long ball? He was telling him it's not just something you can do overnight. It's like he works at it, basically. And that's what he didn't He's trying to be a long uh, three-point shooter now. <laughs> that man just needs to – he needs to – what that – the thing about it is, like, he's going to play long enough to where he's going to be able to play, like, in the league. Obviously, who? Uh, Giannis, Donis, whatever the fuck his name. <laughs> um, he just needs to figure out what he can do, like what he can do well, and just do it all the time. Because, like right now, like the, when he got that eight second call for trying to bring the ball up the court that we all see on Instagram, like that ain't you, bro. Let the point guard bring the ball up, Let's get see. your ass down there in some type of position, and Let's I get the ball. He's trying to bring the ball up. He's trying to do all this other shit, dude. Just pick something you do well, and we gonna feed you. Like, listen, I. I I, I just don't Trash, see it. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I, he got the body for it, Pulse. Like, he can play in the league. It's just he don't, he having, don't know what he can do. Having the body for it and having the talent is two different things. He don't have the talent, but he can he can develop. Maybe he just developed some type of mid-range or, like, he tried to do what he can't do. He tries to do too much is what I'm saying. So, like, if he just, hey, I'm the mid-range guy. Give me the pick and roll. I'm going to come off and, and shoot the ball or whatever. I'm not going to dribble. I'm not going to try to do all this other stuff. Just this is what I do. Find me here type of player. He don't do that. He try to bring the ball up and cross somebody over. Do a fadeaway <laughs> in the post. Like, you're not. that's not you. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Just do, do something you're good at, bro. <laughs> but um, I'm highly disappointed in All-Star Weekend. This is somebody that I have made it my duty. I watch the All-Star Weekend every year, man. And I look forward to, especially the dunk contest. And when you're seeing it as you're getting older and you start to see these games and it's just trash, it's garbage. Yeah, yeah. It's it's everything that hurts your spirit about the game. But we do have the playoffs coming up um, in the later months here and finals. And you, that's when you start to get, you know, your fan moments when you're getting good games. Well, if you're um, trying to get fan moments, you're skipping over March Madness. Well, I was on the NBA. Oh, yeah. So okay. March Madness is college because college, but okay, okay, yeah. All right. 
All right, so we're going to go over next week's games because uh, they didn't play a lot of games because of the All-Star Week. Mm-hmm. So next week games, you have Clippers and Thunder. They play on Thursday because they still on the All-Star break. Mm. Clippers and Thunder. Thunder. I'm going to go with Thunder. I'm going to go with my sleeper team. They're going to win. All right. Clippers. I got Thunder as well. Spurs and Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Celtics and Knicks. Celtics. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to change it up. I'm going to go Knicks. I like the Knicks, though. Knicks looking good. Knicks are looking good. All right. So you got Bucks and 76ers. Oh, Bucks. So I'm going to be the. And they they coming off controversy three and seven with Doc Rivers. They got to prove a point. They lost to the G League Grizzlies, but all right. Raptors and Spurs. Uh, I'm sorry, they got Raptors and uh, nothing to lose to these guys. Raptors and Pacers. Pacers. Yeah, me too. All right, Mavs and Cavs. Mavs and Cavs. Mavs. Yeah, Mavs. All right, I'm go Cavs. All right. And then last week game before the, the final um before all star break was Warriors and Jazz. I had Warriors, you had Jazz, Warriors won. That's me. No. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, well yeah, that, that concludes everything. You have anything? That was else? Only one game? Yeah, because it's all star break. Uh anything else you wanna say? Um no nah, man, um, I think we covered it all. Uh, uh, no, nah, that's all I got for everybody. All right, I want to remind everybody that uh, this episode is presented by Bet Online. So uh, enjoy. Hope, hopefully, you enjoyed this um, episode. Um, we'll be back for next week as well. Um, anything else? That's it. All right. Well, thank you uh, guys for listening, and uh, have a Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Cigar Room. Stay tuned for more episodes. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.